0: funfactory.com has partnered with locker room talk and shots so when you use my special code s-e-l-s-20 you get 20% off your fun factory purchase just head to us.funfactory.com and use my code s-e-l-s-20 at checkout for 20% off sex toys lube massage oils and more cheers (laughs) do the sex Hi, this is Annette Benedetti, your hostess for a Locker Room Talk and Shots, the podcast that likes to think of itself as the queer NPR of raunchy women's sex talk. You are about to sit in on the kind of conversations women have on their girls' nights out or behind closed doors while enjoying delicious drinks and dishing about sex. Think fun, honest, and feminist as fuck, and always with the goal of fighting the patriarchy one orgasm at a time. Welcome to the locker room. loop. Today's locker room talk and shots topic is the truth about sex with small penises. Now, longtime listeners have probably already heard our podcast episode on monster cocks, where we talk about dick size, with the focus on larger penises and our experiences with them. Well, I have gotten a lot of questions from people of all genders, but particularly people with penises, about small penises, What? constitutes a small penis, what sex is like, how women and people with vulvas really feel about sex with people who have small penises. And uh, I listen, I listen to the questions you have. And well, now I've got a bunch of women, people with vulvas and experience with small penises here to talk about what it's like to fuck a small penis, what we think about them, uh, what our experiences have been. And we're also going to make sure that by the end of this podcast, you know what a small penis is, what an average penis is and what everything over the average is. All of my guests are returning guests and we're going to go around the virtual table and share kind of who everybody is, what the other episodes they've been on are and just so that you can refamiliarize yourself. And then, of course, go back and listen to the episodes that they've appeared on. So I'm going to start with Liberty.
1: Hello. Hi, I'm Liberty. i been a returning guest. I've been on a few episodes. I think most recently I was on Bye Babes and Does Body Count Matter?
0: That was a fun one. And um, yeah, I'm
1: excited to be here.
0: And famously, she was on Housewives to Hoes. With oh, me, it's a I beloved suppose, podcast yeah. on our journey from being a housewife to being a hoe.
1: Oh, yes. That's <laughs>
0: <Right. laughs> my favorite. Uh, I also have Deanna, a.k.a. Ruby here.
2: Hello, uh, Deanna, a.k.a. Ruby. Um, I don't know exactly everyone that I've been on, but some of my faves. Um, we did the one on uh, myths. Of by women. That one was very informative for me as a by-woman. Um, the spanking one was a lot of fun. Um, and uh, if you want to go back to the classic era of locker room talk and shots, water sports, I do talk about my Olympic silver medal in <laughs> water sports. So go in those archives <laughs> and take a listen.
0: Yes, Kate. Kate is also a returning guest. Kate, can you introduce yourself?
3: Hello, um, Kate. And I've been on a few of the podcasts. Uh, the most recent one was the Threesomes podcast. And that was a lot of fun. Yeah, I mean, Very it's Threesomes.
0: How could it not be fun? <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, so you are going to want to go back and catch up with those episodes if you have not listened to them. Now, everybody here has played with, had sex with, and has experience with small penises and even micro penises. And we will be defining very quickly what those are. So please stay to the end because this is going to be comprehensive. I have gotten a lot of questions from all of you. I know you're waiting for the answers, and we're going to do the best job we can to really address all of your concerns, questions, uh, curiosities about small dicks and what women and people with vulvas think about them. So guys, we are in in Portland in the middle of all of us live in Portland and we are in the middle of an ice storm and we are all located all over the city right now. I'm at a friend's place. So my setup is different than usual. So we are virtually all having different drinks together, coffees and waters. Does anyone have booze here? Me,
3: I have booze. Tito's. It's afternoon.
0: I know. I'm disappointed in myself.
3: (laughs) I was doing dry January, but hey, it's locker room and shots. So. That's
0: right. All right, everybody. Cheers. Let's talk about small penises. Mm-hmm.
2: Cheers. Hey. cheers.
0: All right, guys. The way I want to kick this off is by defining what a small penis is. And I know, Deanna, you have some information over there. Let's start with... What is considered a small penis? What size and how are we measuring it?
2: So um, my resource is the Cleveland Clinic, which they do a lot of work. They're a really good, reliable medical source. So what is a micropenis? Healthcare providers have determined micropenis size by the stretched penile length. The proper way to establish is to gently stretch the penis, hold it close to the body, and measure it from the tip to the base of the penis. So with that said, uh, an average stretch penile length for adult males is 5.25 inches.
0: That's average.
2: That's average. If it is three point six seven inches or less, that indicates an adult micropenis.
0: What about small? What would a small penis be? Meaning it's not micro, but do they do they give specific links? We know what average is.
2: They just give average and um what defines uh the micro penis, because this is their page on micropenis. Okay. So, um, because it is a medical uh condition that has treatments and stuff if you want to go that route, so right um I would assume small would be between three point six seven and five point two five,
0: yeah, somewhere yeah. in there, but there you go, and honestly, I would like to hear everyone's opinion on this. We'll go around our little circle here. I mean, it's not like we are not stretching penises and figuring out exactly how long they are. So for me, the actual measurements, I don't give a fuck. I assume that people with penises probably are more concerned about the actual length and what constitutes what. But does anyone here – Liberty, do you care about the actual measurements of the dick?
1: Nope. Don't care. I've never – I won't say I've never measured one. I think we all probably have done that (laughs) out of curiosity, but, um, no, no, it's not something it's like, do we get out a ruler and measure the length of our tit? No.
0: Deanna, do you care about the actual length of
3: a cock? No, I don't. Kate? I don't care. Um, all of my important parts are right inside the opening and I've been with a lot of cocks and... It doesn't matter to me the size at all. Even micro. I've been with micro.
0: I mean, I think so. Another thing for all of the listeners, especially the penis owners who are eager to hear our opinion, I want to make it clear. There is not one person in this panel that hasn't been with a decent number of cocks, meaning like n- none of us have only been with one or two cocks. Most of us – is it fair to say most of us are at least in the double digits somewhere, right? Okay, so so we have sampled. Thanks, <laughs> <times> ten. <laughs> we have sampled uh, a variety of penises out there. I want you to, in your mind, ladies, take a moment to conjure your – Standout experience with a smaller penis and what your thoughts are about it. Just pick one and then we'll go into kind of a general conversation. I mean, for me, upon reflecting on this topic, I would say by and large, most of the penises I've been with are medium to smaller. By and large, I mean, I've definitely been with a couple monster cocks, but as far as long-term partners go and ongoing relationships, I've been at average or below most of the time. And one of the things that I thought of when this topic came up that I thought was interesting and I want to share, and this is the experience I'm going to share because uh, I'll talk about the small penises a little bit later, but I feel like this is something that's profound. When I was younger, I was in college. I remember I was on a drive with a girlfriend and we were talking about sex with our boyfriends. And this was when I still really wasn't very able to have internal pleasure. Like for me, any listener who's been listening for a while knows my G spot, my A spot, those spots have just really woken up in the last couple of years But I remember saying to her, I'm like, it's kind of weird when he comes and he starts shrinking and he's still trying to go because he hasn't made me come because that's what I think younger guys used to do. They came early and they knew you hadn't. So they kept trying to like hump away at you. I told her it's weird because when they start to shrink and get small, that's when it starts to feel good to me. Now And she was like, yeah, me too. And what I realized now was happening was as it was shrinking and they were still pounding away at me, it was starting to hit my sweet spot. So it was starting to hit that G spot. Whereas when it was fully hard, it was like they were just bypassing that and like nailing the shit out of my cervix. So when they would start to shrink up – then they'd start to hit that G spot. And then, I, and I felt like, oh, it's weird. Why is it more pleasurable when it's smaller and limp, more limp? So I just want to share that for people who are listening uh, about and, and curious about, well, how could a small cock be pleasurable? Well, the G spot for most of us is located just right inside for me mine is like just inside my my vaginal opening and um yeah when it would, when it would get smaller and softer it would just oh god it would rub but, but then it would go completely limp and fall out and then I'm, i was like damn it so liberty will you share one of your experiences and your thought
1: yeah um yeah the one experience i was just thinking about sharing was um not long ago it was a small penis And I would say it was not, I'm not sure if it was micro. It might've been now that I know the measurements, I would say probably in the getting close to micro category, but he, and I think we're all going to agree on this. It's not really about the size of your penis. It's about what you do with everything else and how you are as a human. And, and he was just so, eager to please and so good at all the other stuff, um, particularly fingering and, you know, and so excited about making me like squirt all over the place that that it just, that overshadowed the rest of it. Um, I think like you just said, the thing about smaller penises or micro penises is that they can hit that G spot or the A spot I think I just discovered the a spot, like literally. Like since we did the orgasm podcast, that's one I was just on. I've had all kinds of new experiences since we did that podcast. It was a wonderful experience. Loved it. It's also about his confidence. When you're confident, when you're not feeling, you know, you have, you do. I don't want to mean. I don't want to say overconfident, but you know, just like I don't know, being present, being in the moment. Being attentive to your partner, it is it can be an amazing experience. Yeah.
0: When he pulled out his penis and it was small, did you have an initial reaction to that in your mind, your body, or was I think
1: it- I was a little surprised, you know? I mean, you just never know, right? You don't know by looking at a person. I was maybe a little surprised, but it quickly, you know, diminished because everything else the kissing was good you know the whole overall like foreplay was good um i mean giving a blowjob to a small penis is pretty easy it is it's Lost like teeth. yep it's <clears throat> and and i think that's very empowering for both people it, you know i know it sort of fetishizes i don't know some people like you know deep throating whatever like it but yeah you can do that with a small penis no problem Despite the initial sort of a little surprised, didn't even really think about it after that and didn't, I mean, honestly, didn't think about it till we got till we started talking about this podcast, doing it. I was trying to remember it wasn't something that was like the forefront of my mind from that experience at all. Not right. at all.
0: Right. So yeah. did you want to go? Did you revisit that penis more than once? My code SELS20 is your key to kicking off the sexiest new year ever had when you use it at funfactory.com. Enjoy 20% off Fun Factory's luxury products, including vibrators, cock rings, lube, and more, when you use my code SELS20. Check out the VIM vibrating wand. Yes, the one featured on this podcast thumbnail. Grab the nose vibrating cock ring and experience more simultaneous orgasms in 2024. And don't forget, Forget to check out their rabbit-style vibes. I'm talking about the Lady buy for toe-curling blended O's all year long. Just fill your cart and use code SELS20 at checkout and enjoy 20% off when you shop funfactory.com. Cheers.
1: No, but that was just because I decided to be monogamous again. <laughs>
0: Yeah, so it wasn't because of the penis. No, it was
1: nothing to do with, and it would have been great to do it again. But
0: yeah, we just couldn't couldn't do that. All right, all right. Yeah, Deanna, tell me about small dicks.
2: One thing that really popped out was like my very first experience, and I really couldn't tell you how big his penis was. I just know it was not very. Um, and so this was when, uh, it was when I was youthful and full of vigor. Uh, but I had always, <clears throat> I was really dumb about penis size and the variety. Um, now that I look back, most of my male partners up to that point had been at the top of average or more. And so there always was like pain and discomfort with me. I don't have a very deep hole. So, I mean, it literally was like my cervix got a bruise. When I first was with this individual, I was like, wait a second, this doesn't hurt. This, unfortunately, uh they were a typical seventeen year old male, so they really didn't know what to do except for bump bump bump. So it wasn't all bad because I had a realization that there are penises out there that won't bruise your cervix and that have potential to be more enjoyable. And so it's like you you could have a two and a half inch dick. And be an amazing person and a tenfold lover and very selfless and giving. And give that partner the most amazing sex they've ever had. You also can have a two and a half inch dick and be an arrogant prick and make it all about you and it be the worst sex. So, um, and then over time, I have experienced smaller penises that I had great sex with Um, because I think they were aware and they weren't ashamed. You know, it's like, okay, I have a bad right knee, so I'm going to compensate. And when I do things, I'm going to adjust. And that's kind of what I think um, a good lover does adjust for things. And so you can be the most amazing lover anyone's going to have, And have a small
0: penis. Right. I would like to point out like you. So you equated small penis to bad right knee. But it could also be like your penis is so big. It's a handicap. And so you have to learn how to compensate for that and not hurt your partner. Right. Or if you have a penis that has like a hard curve in it. I've been with some penises where I'm like, oh, my God, it's like a horseshoe. And so you've got to kind of it's true. I did, I did have that experience, whatever you're working with. But I mean, as someone myself like you, Deanna, I am, I'm not, I have a very shallow vagina. I have to learn how to compensate for that when I'm in sexual situations. So it's comfortable for me and for, you know, enjoyable for my partner, whatever you're working with, when you bring two bodies together and different preferences and needs You're going to compensate for whatever it is that maybe you don't have or you have too much of that affects the connection potentially negatively, right? Two things so far, and then we're going to get to Kate that I think stand out to me are uh, A, that Liberty brought up the oral sex bit about it, which we are going to I want to talk about uh, oral sex with small penises, which was, wasn't even something that I had thought about. But there are fucking big pros, in my opinion, <laughs> to smaller dick size and sucking dick. Um, so that was a great point, Liberty. And then also the lack of pain with smaller Dicks. Like, I don't know, some women I know really enjoy having their cervix pounded and stuff like that. For me, I've mentioned in the past, it makes me want to kill a person. So it's super painful, super not sexy. And so someone who does have a small penis isn't going to cause that pain to me. Also, Another thing I want to note, it was glossed over, but you mentioned Liberty, the A spot. We all know the G spot is just right inside the vagina, but the A spot is only two inches really deeper than that in your body. You do not need a giant cock to hit that spot. And I think people don't realize that, you know, a two inch penis, a two and a half inch penis can hit some of your Mm -hmm. deepest pleasure spots. You just have to know where they are and how to angle your dick to get there that is it. So that was a really good point as well. Kate, I would love to hear your experience and perspective. I
3: was the one who you said double digits and I said times 10. So I've had quite a few um, cocks in my day. And I also have a shallow vagina and hitting the cervix is incredibly painful. Um, It was to the point I kept one of those little Bumper toys, (laughs) just in case somebody had a giant cock, because it would help with their pleasure and not go so deep inside. I've found that uh, men who feel like they are on the smaller side tend to make up for it in other ways, and that's always nice. Um, But I I have orgasms vaginally. I can have multiple orgasms vaginally and all of my goody parts are right inside and um, I had an experience once with somebody with a micro penis and I was really kind of excited because there's something about the head the edge of the head rubbing against the g-spot right there and that happens really well when you have a small penis and I was really excited about that I'm like yay not only is this guy going to be, you know, enthusiastically taking care of other things to make up for, you know, potential what he might think as a misgiving, which I think is wonderful. And then, of course, there's the the head right there that's going to rub all the good spots. And I was really excited, and he wasn't any good. <laughs> um, that was really disappointing. But it had nothing to do with his penis size. I was actually really excited to play with that. I definitely don't like pain. I don't have orgasms when I'm in pain. And I love to orgasm. And head was wonderful. I know we're going to get to that. Um, I did give him a blowjob and I was able to put his balls in my mouth at the same time and lick down in places with his cock in my throat and well (laughs) in my mouth (laughs) and lick places that I couldn't normally get to. And I thought it was great um, other than he didn't know what he was doing.
0: Can we uh, talk about that? Can we, can yeah. we rewind? Because you said you're really excited to have the opportunity to play with a micro penis because you knew the, yeah. the possibility of it hitting your G spot. But then you're like, but he wasn't any good. But it, what, when you say that, what does that mean? And did it have to do with his dick size or? something else?
3: Um, I don't think he went down on me. I don't think he touched me. I don't think he just sucked. It wasn't a good experience that way. And this penis size had absolutely nothing to do with it. Um, uh, I was kind of hoping that just, you know, it being there and, and the, the head being this, where it was located, that I would just, you know, it would still feel good, Um, but it, it didn't take very long. And Nothing else was turned on. There was no motor running. It was <laughs> it was really disappointing, but it was definitely not because of his penis. Liberty. Uh, I just
1: wanted to bring up, we haven't talked about it yet, but um, I mean, can we say that having a smaller penis for anal sex is awesome? Yeah. Holy shit. Definitely. Like, it's the best. I mean, I... A hundred percent want that over a monster cock in my butt. Um, and I love, I love anal sex. So uh, I've had quite a few on the less below average size that was just absolutely amazing where honestly I'd prefer to have anal sex with, with some of those people than vaginal sex any day. Just because it's like the perfect size. So that's one experience I don't know about you guys, if you've had that experience as well that you want to talk about. I also was going to bring up how if you're out there wondering, guests who are listening, well, what can I do? Like, what what do I need to do? We've talked about, you know, being attentive. Well, and. I think just expanding on that, like, what does that mean? That means like being open to toys, being open to, you know, more foreplay fingering, like what, and, and toys can be really effective if you're, you know, maybe you struggle with erectile dysfunction or something like that as well, then you can bring in toys and that can be so much fun as well.
0: Yeah. Don't be afraid. And also if, You feel like, or your partner's like, I want to feel really full, like. And there are times when I'm in the mood, and I'm like, oh, I want to, I want to feel really full. For me, that doesn't require it being a cock. That can be using multiple fingers. That can be using a toy. That's where toys come into play. I feel like you know we have the myth, and it's not a myth. There are quote size queens out there who are looking for giant cocks. They'll say that. I oftentimes I I want to I need to interview a size queen. If there are size queens out there, please message me, because sometimes I wonder, I do not understand the perspective of a size queen. I do understand wanting to feel full sometimes, but uh, that for me does not indicate it has to be a penis. Right. And in fact, for me, being stuck with someone with a very large penis is going to limit some of the pleasure I can experience because unless they know how to really use it, because they are going to be like big and filling me up all of the time. Whereas someone with a average or smaller penis, like, you know, I'm not I'm not trying to keep from being in pain constantly.
3: I was going to say that that size queens may not have that kind of pain that we have. Yeah. Or they like that pain. Some people enjoy it, and I personally don't, but, you know, to each their own. Not going to stink anyone's kink. Um, But maybe they don't have the pain that we have. Good point.
1: Yeah, I've been really um, uh, interested by the three of you saying you have shallow vaginas. I didn't even know that was a thing. I don't have that. Um, Apparently, I have a very curved um, like a tilted uterus that makes, I guess, like the mouth of my womb. That's what I've heard from a doctor, the mouth of my womb. It's hard to see. So apparently it must hit me in a different spot and it's only during, you know, certain time of the month when the cervix is low that I might have some pain, but it's not a common
3: thing for me to have pain. Go ahead. I have a tipped uterus as well. And it puts the cervix on the side, and for me, it would hit the side of the cervix and smash it towards the back. Oh. But for me, my my favorite size is between five and six inches, and it go it fills all the way up without pounding that that cervix area there.
0: Who here would prefer to have five to six inches over like eight inches? Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> absolutely. Okay, so here's and be honest. <laughs> be honest, who here would prefer to have a technically a small penis over what would be considered large, like whatever, seven, eight and up. I would take a small one over a large one for sure. Absolutely.
3: Yes. I take two over that. (laughs) (laughs) There you go. (laughs)
0: Not to be greedy, but if you could bring me to. Uh, do you think, do you guys think that that's more uh, in our conversations with other women? Again, we know there are size queens out there, but do you think that's a, the, more of the common response from women?
3: I hear more about uh, painful cervix pounding than I do about size queen. I think, I think there's this perception that, that women may think that they need to want a big cock. Um, And then men think that women want big cocks and then they feel inadequate when it's like, you may actually be bigger than I need. (laughs) Uh, It's really unfortunate that we have um, these perceptions instead of really focusing on what feels good for us.
1: I will say, I mean, I've been with quite a few smaller than average and sometimes I can't really feel it. And that that's not very fun. Usually that's if I'm on top. I just, it's like, it's not hitting, it's not hitting the G spot. It's not hitting any spot. It's sort of just, it makes me feel like I have some like gaping cavern of China. Um, And so sometimes I feel like the problem is me, not, not who I'm with, but for all other positions, the smaller over larger for sure definitely.
2: Yeah, I was just going to say I'm going to tell on myself here. So I I thought I was always very knowledgeable on things and it probably was. I would say recently because to me recent is in the last like 8 to 5 years um that I realized what I thought were larger Cocks were actually on the high average size, but they felt they felt big to me. I just think it also perception is a thing because just like dicks come in all shapes and sizes, our bodies are the same way. You know, here I have a very shallow, small opening to deal with. So someone that may just be on the high average end feels big to me. Mm. I guess I've always appreciated um, small penises without realizing they were technically small penises. Right.
0: I do want to point out that I actually, as I'm reflecting, I do know that there are, I have some friends who are women who have vulvas who definitely do yearn on occasion for a nice girthy eight inch cock like what you know after they've had sex with someone who has one they'll say like you know it was exciting to see to experience that Uh, but typically also in that conversation there's a matter of like I was kind of worried it would hurt but they knew how to use it well uh Going back to the oral sex conversation, I think most of us can agree. I look, I I enjoy giving blowjobs when I'm excited about someone. I don't like to give them for a long time because it causes a uh, jaw pain and a headache real quick. And when there's someone with a really big cock, it's like I can't like I can't do it very long at all and enjoy it. I, I would have to be a performative act for me to continue giving head to someone with a big cock. And somebody with a big cock needs to absolutely not try and deep throat me, shove my head down. Like, it also limits positions for oral sex, right? Like having someone over you, I don't know if you guys ever do that, you know, where you're under them and they're like fucking basically your mouth, like that would feel terrifying to me. I've been in situations where I feel like I'm like being smothered and choked and like I can't get out from under it. That is not fun with a uh, big cock. So I didn't, I I personally don't want to give head to big penises. I have definitely had sex with uh, one person in particular, my cub. I did (laughs) on the podcast with cougars and cubs. My cub had a larger penis um, and he was really good at knowing how to use it. And I really enjoyed sex. He didn't hurt me. Uh, So there's that reality. But I would say by and large, my experience with people who have big penises, first of all, they know it. And it gives them this level of confidence maybe they shouldn't have. They think just because I've got a big cock, I'm good in bed. And then the way they wield it is annoying for me. It's like you're choking me. I can't put it in my ass. Good point. Good, good point. Big cocks and anal sex. That takes like, I mean, it can happen, but you've got to really, really work up to it, right? Um, and certainly oral sex. For me, oral sex just isn't super fun with someone who has a giant cock. This is a good place to talk about things that small penises are particularly well-suited for. Anal sex being the obvious i think another thing and i have not been with a micro penis i've seen one or two but obviously i like fucking women and scissoring takes place with women and i'm like like the bonus of someone with a micro penis is you can do the grinding and and the same thing you would do with a woman in scissoring but then you also get some penetration that should hit your g spot right
3: Uh, Well, like I said before, it's, you know, the the ridge of the head of the penis right there rubbing on the G-spot is amazing. Um, You can do that with any size penis, but you can have him all the way in and still be getting that feeling. And I think that's great. And of course, blowjobs are great. Um, And if it's a giant one, you got to do two hands, (laughs) two hands and mouth on the tip. (laughs) And that helps. (laughs) Lots of flu.
0: Does anyone here love sucking a giant cock?
3: I
1: like it a lot. Yeah. But I have really, really bad TMJ. And so I have to be careful um, because of that. My jaws are just constantly
0: clicking and clacking and locking up. And But you still enjoy, like it turns you on. Like... I
1: still enjoy it. Yes. Yeah.
3: I still, it's yeah.
1: kind of empowering.
3: Yeah. I have TMJ too. So I, I get that. Um, but I also don't have a gag reflex. So they can go in a little bit deeper. Huh?
0: we'll be right back. Start the new year off with a bang. My code EXPLORES15 gets you 15% off womanizer.com's famous pleasure air tech sex toys, you know, the clit satisfying sucking sensation that guarantees explosive orgasms. Just go to womanizer.com and check out my personal favorite, the Womanizer Duo 2. Get ready for blended orgasms or the premium 2. Womanizer.com has something for you, whether you are seeking clitastic satisfaction blended orgasms, or explosive G-spot experiences. Just shop womanizer.com and use my code EXPLORES15 at checkout for 15% off. That's 15% off all womanizer.com products with my code EXPLORES15 at checkout. Cheers. So you also enjoy sucking a, a larger
3: cock, Kate? Um, I enjoy it. Um, I enjoy giving head um, just... To anyone, (laughs) that sounds interesting, but I mean, any size is fine. I am happy to do it. Um, There's just different, different things that you can do with different sizes, for sure.
1: So I had the experience of going back and being with two different people that I slept with in college, both of which I had, like, really good memories of and thought was amazing. One had a monster cock and one had a less than average cock. And my memory of both of them was that it was fantastic with both of them. Monster cock? No. Terrible. Absolutely one of the worst experiences of my life going back to, like, really bad. Like, he doesn't know how to use it really hard. Like, just not, no consent. Like, apparently he didn't, like, emotionally mature after college. Um, But the other one? Uh Oh, I'm sorry about that. Um, But the other one was absolutely amazing. And just as I remembered it, because he can hit my G spot. And I think probably that experience in college, I don't even think I knew that was my G spot. I just knew he hit something that was not like other places. And then going back to it later, 20 plus years later, I was like, oh, Yeah, it's still like you hit me in just the right spot. It's so perfect.
0: When I was younger, I remember because several of my boyfriends when I was younger were averaged small. I never told them that. So if y'all are listening right now, I'm sorry. (laughs) You know, because, yeah, let's talk about this. Almost every partner I've been with who has a penis, regardless of size, has at some point, had we continued seeing each other, brought up their dick size and asked in a roundabout way, like, is my dick small? Is my dick average? What do you think of my dick size? Like always, it always comes up at some point. And I want to say this to men and penis owners of all size. There's nothing that is more of a turn off to me than that conversation. I don't know. I don't know. I would I would highly doubt it's the same with vulva owners. I don't know a lot of women that are asking their partners with penises about their vagina size. I have never once asked a partner about my vagina size. I've had to inform them Like, my vagina is not deep. Do not pound me. But I never am like, do you like the size of my (laughs) vagina? For me, that's like, it's such an uncomfortable question. And it also, I think it exudes an insecurity, which is fair to have, but that makes things unattractive and uncomfortable that it goes back to the confidence being a part of the turn on right you know and if you're just proud of whatever it is you're bringing the table to get someone off then that's hot Kate
3: I was just gonna say that um I haven't had to ask that question I I listen to my partner and kind of see how they're responding to me and if they're not into it I know that there's a reason and I don't want to (laughs) know you know um but maybe they're just you know, not disconnected from their, their ex or whatever, there's just, there's something going on in their head. And it may have nothing to do with me. But if I stop and listen, and see how they're responding to me, then I know that what I'm doing feels good, regardless of size or whatever's going on. So...
0: Right. I think that's a really good point. I also, if I'm with someone and I can tell that I'm just not doing it for them, you know, obviously we'll have a conversation. How do you like it? What's a good, you know, what can make you feel good? I also don't really, if someone doesn't like something about me physical and physically, and it's turning them off, like I don't need to hear their opinion on my body part. I don't need, because just because they aren't into a body part of mine doesn't mean there's anything wrong with that body part, right? Exactly. And I feel like that's maybe a bit of an attitude that would be good for any person with a penis who's feeling concerned. Like the question is, is my cock big enough? Is my cock good enough? The answer is always yes. It is good enough for the person who's the right match for you, right? Absolutely. And I would say – and I'm curious if anyone has a different opinion. I would say when I get the question – and I get this a lot from my listeners uh, in DMs or in comments on YouTube over on – you go to YouTube. You can see who all of us are. I have gotten several questions about uh, can my caucus X inches, can I satisfy a woman – the answer is yes, regardless of the size. If you have a monster cock, if you have an average cock, if you have a tiny cock, if you have micro penis or just a small cock, you can all satisfy a woman. It goes and and the only way you're going to do it, any of you, regardless of size, is to go beyond your penis. Make sex not about your penis.
1: All right. Because it's going
0: to be hard for you to satisfy us if it's all about you thinking about your cock and what's going on with your cock. That's my opinion.
1: Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. As as far as like complementing body parts, I mean, or I think, I mean, I think it's great to build people up if it, you know, but yeah, it should be
3: come naturally. Right. Yeah. I, I do like hearing, oh, that feels so good.
0: <laughs> or it, I love but, your pussy. It's so pretty. Or I love yeah, your cock. It, feels it good. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
3: Yeah.
0: yeah. I, I think offering up, I think, for, so for my uh, female listeners out there, my listeners with vulvas, I, I love to compliment my partner's body parts. Like I love if I'm with someone who has a cock that I love, then I, but what has happened oftentimes too, because I think men get so caught up in their penis size. Like I'll be like, I love your cock. Like it's so hot. And, and then I'll get Oh, are you sure? It's not too small. And then it's like, Oh, wah. That just
1: kills yeah. it. It kills Yeah, moment. it's like I wouldn't say it if I didn't mean it, mm-hmm. right? No, I know. I love my current partner's penis, like, so much. Oh, my gosh. It's just the most perfect ever
0: for, for me. Like, mm-hmm. it's perfect. hmm Yep. You know, and one thing we haven't even talked about, which is kind of funny in this conversation, we've really focused on the G-spot, which I think is fun and interesting because I feel like, and I just did a Masturbation Monday, on the clit gets a lot of attention when it comes to women's pleasure. And yes, and when I am talking about the clit, I'm talking about the bean that sticks out. Yes, the clit, clitoris is a, a big structure that goes deep inside a woman's body. But in sexual empowerment, in particular. And in Women's Pleasure in particular, and in the conversation about the orgasm gap, there's a lot of focus on the clit and how a lot of women can't have an orgasm without clitoral stimulation. I think this is a very important conversation, obviously, to be had because so many women weren't having any orgasms at all. But what my concern was, as I presented it in that Masturbation Monday podcast, was that there's so much focus on the bean. That people aren't even addressing how do we wake up the other pleasure spots in a woman's body. And we act Mm. like, well, only a special few get to enjoy that pleasure, which I don't believe is true. And so then when we're talking about sex with people with penises, we're only talking to them about really like the clitoris, which it doesn't matter what size your cock is when it comes to the external clitoris, the bean flicking the bean, right? Because... Clitoral stimulation comes from like being, be good at oral sex, be good at using your fingers, be willing to get a vibrator and vibrate or a clit sucker and stick that motherfucker right on the clit and play with a clit that has nothing to do with, um, dick size and people of all penis sizes need to get familiar with a clit, the bean, but Mm. Be, I think part of the problem is because we don't focus on the G-spot and the A-spot and how shallow they are and how to hit them. It's part of the place where all of the confidence around having a big cock comes from. I feel like if we had really educated people on the G-spot and the A-spot, big cocks would not be the gold standard for what men should want from their body, right? right. I, f- I feel like yeah, smaller yeah. cocks would be a little bit more – feel uh-huh. better about themselves, <laughs> Kick off the new year with a jaw-dropping 30% off of some of the hottest sex toys and my favorite, Gleam Lube, with code EXPLORES30 when you shop thethruster.com. Known as the home of the incredible Build Your Own Thruster Prime, thethruster.com is also partnered with lassiere.com, where you'll find gorgeous vibrating steel toys. And boutiquevola.com, where you can grab a vibrating lipstick, a rubber ducky that gets lucky, or even get pounded by Thor's hammer, literally, all for 30% off with code EXPLORES30. Just head to thethruster.com where you'll find The Thruster, last year and Boutique Voila, and enjoy 30% off your site-wide purchases with code EXPLORES30 at checkout. Cheers.
1: I feel like this is a good time to interject this um, after we've had the orgasm podcast. Um, I don't even know how this happened or what happened, but my partner and I tried something new or he just did something new. And I think this would work great with a small penis or micro penis is while penetrating me. He now I can't do it with my hands. He uses his fingers around the base like this and rubs just the like the outside, the late I guess it's the labia, the skin around for, the
0: edges. For people who are listening to the audio version of this podcast, you are going to need to go to YouTube. Annette Benedetti, oh. that's my YouTube, and you can see Liberty. <laughs> <My fingers. laughs> Moving two rubbing fingers up and down. So imagine
1: he's behind me. His hands are wrapped around the front of my thighs with his fingers rubbing the skin of my labia. And I have had I I had like seriously the most full body orgasm. I can't even describe it. Like nothing I've ever had in my entire life.
0: So let me uh, tr- try to grasp what how you're describing this because okay. I'm trying to grasp it. And for listeners who aren't viewers, Liberty had two pointer fingers pointing down to illustrate that they were each finger on. A different side of the vulva.
1: Yeah, and of his penis while he's penetrating. So,
0: and you're saying so those fingers are on either side of the vaginal opening where the cock is inserted? Yes. Ooh.
1: And he's rubbing this area while penetrating
3: and i'm wondering if there's like some some nerve endings there that that you were getting there's hit definitely on.
1: definitely some nerve endings that I had never been um aroused before mm-hmm. and it just caused it, it caused a whole internal orgasm that went all the way to my toes mm. like whole body like can't yeah. Collapsing kind of orgasm.
3: <laughs> Kate. Or maybe yes. similar to, um. gosh, there's okay. a name for it, but I can't think of it. It's where uh, penis is inserted. Usually it's in missionary and mm. they grind their hips oh, yeah. mm-hmm. on there. And that's fucking phenomenal. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yes. and it might be that because their their pubic bone is then rubbing on the outside. Right. And it's not really right. like clit, but it's kind of off to the sides. Yeah, that, that's yes, that's that's phenomenal. Everyone yeah. needs to do that. There's a name for it, but I can't remember. Yeah, it could be accomplished just with
2: hands. To
0: uh, Deanna, Deanna, you have something to say. Um,
2: so listening to this and thinking about you know the uh, grinding thing, so. I think I've mentioned on the podcast before, but I am able to orgasm just like, one of my favorite things to do is like, do I help like the leg of my partner? And I'm wondering if that's why I'm able to Mm -hmm. orgasm that way is because of, because it's kind of the same thing. It's that that rubbing of that outside area.
0: Mm-hmm. I think that the yeah. point is there are so many areas on a woman's vulva in a woman's vagina that and they're all being ignored by sex ed, even women's empowerment sex ed, because we are so focused on the clit and the G spot, the G spot even sits second. It's kind of like I call I say clit is is queen when it comes to uh, women's pleasure. And I, I believe that's true. And I think it's super, it's been super important to talk about, but I think we need to start talking about more. There's more to our pleasure centers, the vagina, the vulva and, and, and uh, around the labia, there are so many pleasure areas that can give us, I, the clit orgasm alone and by itself isn't super exciting to me anymore because now I know what it's like to have a blended orgasm with both the clit and the G spot or the A spot, the G spot and the clit and play, you know what I mean? And then finding new areas, uh, the U spot for me, which is right under the clit is a hot spot. Uh, Liberty and I talked about it. She hates it. Um, and when we, and, and why this applies to this podcast is because it's not, It doesn't take a big cock to make any of this happen. And when people are asking if their dick size means they're capable of pleasuring and satisfying a woman, they're missing the motherfucking point.
3: Yeah. Yeah. If they have to ask, it's probably no.
0: (laughs) Yeah. And it's not, it it doesn't have anything to do with your cock size. It has to do with the fact that you don't understand what it takes to pleasure someone with a vulva. Mm
3: -hmm. Right. And And it's so unfortunate that people are missing out on this this pleasure and i think that they they've for so long that women's orgasms weren't important that they were like well at least we can give them the clitoral orgasm and at least they'll you know have some fun and it's really unfortunate that we've stopped there mm-hmm. instead of encouraging people to find all of their erogenous zones and they don't even have to be near the vulva or the the vagina or the, the clit or you know people can orgasm from or touching arms or, you Nipples. know, it really just depends. Nipple stimulation. Um, just kissing someone's neck. You know, there's just so many different things. And it's really sad that people don't have this experience of pleasure in all of these places.
0: I feel like we've hit on a lot of different things. I think we've not only talked about how small penis is, regardless of how small can be incredibly pleasurable when we're just talking about penetration. I think there could be an argument made that when it actually comes to providing internal orgasms, smaller penises may have an advantage over larger penises for many women, not all, but many women, right? I think it's also something else that we pointed out that I think is super important is that when it comes to things like anal sex, small penises may for many, many butt owners have a uh, an advantage over large penises. Although again, there are people who are going to just be into giant cocks. It could be as a fetish. It could be as just the way their body is set up and what it enjoys taking. Some people may prefer that. Uh, And I, I think also bringing up with oral sex, there are some people that I thought it was great that Liberty pointed out like, yeah, you're sucking a giant cock and you get like, you have this moment of like, I am taking this giant cock and that is a feeling you get and it feels good and it's empowering. Kate points out, Sucking a smaller cock, it's like, oh, I can do so much more, and I could fit both the cock and balls in my mouth, which made me feel like super sexy and hot. Same feeling, different way of getting there to it, right? It's very individualized. Uh, so, what I want to wrap this up with for someone for our for our listeners who have small penises, also, they have the advantage of like they could get into some serious small penis humiliation kink play if that's what you're into i have a podcast on that scroll back and listen to it <laughs> not that not that all people with small smaller penises are into that it may actually be harmful to you if you if you are deeply insecure about it but i would like to, to just leave them i want to go around our little virtual table here and leave them with what are some things that they can do if they find themselves feeling concerned about satisfying a woman due to their size, even though I feel like we've argued for why that it doesn't have to be a concern, but let's say you're still concerned. I want us each to take time to give advice to people who have smaller penises and say, Hey, here's where you can really step up and outshine anyone with a cock. Here's our advice to you. Ways to quote, if you feel like you need to make up for your lack of size, Here are some tips. Let's, let's offer up what our perspective is. And I'm going to start with Liberty. Um,
1: I'm going to say communicate with your partner, Um, find out what they like, Um, you know, what they're open to Um, work up to it. So make sure there's lots of kissing, touching, uh foreplay, ear play, you know, whatever it is, you always want to get the well going first. I say, you know, get get the well nice and and going and then you can um move from there and just be confident that you're capable of satisfying another person.
2: Yep. Deanna. Um First and foremost, the biggest piece of advice I would give is to remember, and this has been a theme that you've heard in this podcast, is it's not about the penis. So that right there should just kind of help you lift that pressure you have and concern you have about your penis size because it has nothing to do with your penis size. What really matters to that person you're getting intimate with is that you were there for them and that their pleasure is important to you. So through communication, through touch, um just being in that mindset and being in the moment of when um penis owner makes it about the penis they are not in that moment. they're in their own head so really just be in the moment and know that it's not about the penis it's about the connection and the intimacy and the chemistry
3: kate um stop watching porn um don't compare yourself to other people uh, be the best lover you can be with what you have. We all have different parts and that doesn't make us inadequate. And again, I I love small cocks. So <laughs> um, I think they're great.
0: Yeah, I, I love that. So work with work with what you've got and also know the benefits what you have brings to the table because every cock, every body part has something to offer someone when it comes to pleasure. I'm going to be a little bit more concrete in the sense of, uh, something we haven't mentioned for people who let's say you do have a partner who uh, you have a micropenis or a small penis and you do have a partner who's like, I'd really like to occasionally have like a big cock and you're monogamous or you're not open to like bringing someone else in uh, for their body part. There are actually penis extenders that you get toys that you can put over your dick. There are strap-ons that you can use to fuck your partner with a vulva with something bigger, which could be really sexy and hot. I mean, it's nothing to be ashamed of. Women do it all the time because we don't have penises. So There are things like that that you can do being open to getting a big dildo or a big vibrator that can be inserted internally. I would suggest you go to the thruster.com. I have one of the thruster primes, which is like basically a, a giant machine of a penis that you can even suction cup to the wall and it like thrusts away and you can sit and watch your partner get nailed by this giant thrusting cock you can be part of that like being watched doing that what a fucking turn on so there are if you really feel like you want to give a partner the experience of something large inside of them there are just a lot of options for that i mean similarly someone with a big penis should be open to using smaller toys for the pleasure of their vulva owning friends but um I think just kind of you guys summed up everything really well, not, not focusing on the size, especially not putting the weight of your confidence about your cock size on your partner is really important. At least it is for me. Like, I don't want to constantly be concerned about your inadequacy around your cock. Like, I'm all about building up my partners when I'm with them. I'm all about telling them how much I love. And when you're really into someone and with them, like you're, you're into their fucking cock, period. Like, can we all agree? Like when you're really into a partner, like what they have is just like, even though you might've been like, oh, I never thought I'd be into that. Suddenly you're like, but it's amazing. Um, <laughs> so I feel like we have really clarified Our position for women who've been with many cocks, especially, I'll put put us all together. It's a lot of cocks. I feel like we've really clarified our position. Does anyone have anything they want to say before we go? Just to like, we're tying up this small penis topic. I'm open to coming back to it if I get sent questions, but I really want to like, feel like we addressed it honestly, authentically, and gave you a lot of tools and ideas. Anyone have something they want to add before we go?
1: Have fun and, um, you know, if when if you give your partner pleasure, you'll have a lot of pleasure too. Mm. Don't want to d- dismiss
0: your pleasure out there.
1: I mean, yeah, we want you to have pleasure too. Yeah. Right.
0: Yeah. Also, yeah, yeah we want the, the penises to have pleasure. I mean, we're all over here talking about our pleasure and whatever. <laughs> Women can be selfish yeah. about their pleasure <laughs> a little bit.
1: <laughs> a little bit.
0: <laughs> Anything else? Yeah. Anybody?
1: Having us. It was fun.
0: Yeah, this was, this was a fun topic. I've really enjoyed talking about it. I want to thank you ladies for joining in and really being open to like diving into this topic. I think it's going to be very helpful to listeners and listeners. Thank you so much for providing me with feedback and, and being bold enough to send me your questions and to vote, vocalize your concerns over on my YouTube channel, Annette Benedetti. I've got lots of viewers over there, listeners over there who are sending great messages asking vulnerable, honest questions, and I want to get you the answers. We all, trust me, all of these sexually empowered ladies out here, we want to give you answers that improve all of our sex lives. We want you to know what we really think. And I've always noticed the first people to chime in when cocks Eyes come up, it's always guys who think they know what we think. Don't listen to other men about this. Listen to us.
3: <laughs> All We're right. the ones getting pounded. So yeah, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> We're the ones getting pounded. So, guys, <laughs>
0: well, it was nice talking to you, listeners. Send me your questions at Annette Benid- oh nope. Annette at she or leave me a voicemail. So, until next time, I'll see y'all in the locker room. Cheers.
2: Cheers. <laughs> Ring loop.
0: Bring sexy back in 2024 with hot lingerie, sensual body products, and adventurous sex toys from lovehoney.com, all at a 15% discount with code EXPLORES15. Embrace your inner bombshell with their gorgeous brawn panty sets, baby dolls, and corsets. Then explore your desires with their line of toys that range from Vanilla Is My Flavor to tie me up and call me good girl, daddy. And don't forget to treat yourself to a massage candle or essential body oil, all for 15% off with code EXPLORES15 when you shop lovehoney.com. That's right. 15% off on lingerie, sex toys, and more when you shop lovehoney.com and use code EXPLORES15 at checkout. Cheers.